Welcome to Turn In Your Hymnal To. I'm Rex Bridges, and today we'll be looking into the background story of Nearer My God To Thee. Nearer My God To Thee, 1841. About a hundred years after it was printed, an American businessman, David Randall, sold a copy of Hymns and Anthems, London, 1841, for $25. The century-old book brought that amount because it contained the first printing of the hymn, Nearer My God to Thee, by Sarah Flower Adams. When editor Benjamin Flower, her father, was imprisoned in Newgate Prison for criticizing the political activities of the Bishop of Landliff in the columns of his paper, The Cambridge Intelligencer, one of his visitors was Eliza Gould, a Devonshire schoolteacher who admired his writings and views. Friendship ripened into love, and upon his release from jail, she became his second wife and the stepmother of two talented girls, Sarah and Elizabeth Flower. Later, Sarah was to meet her future husband in circumstances almost as unusual. She contributed to a journal, The Repository, edited by Unitarian minister Reverend William J. Fox. Her articles appeared in issues which also carried literary contributions from an inventive engineer, William B. Adams. In 1834, when she was 31, they were married. Gifted as an actress, she starred as Lady Macbeth in a London theater in 1837 but gave up what promised to be a brilliant stage career when she found her strength unequal to the task. She is described as, quote, tall and singularly beautiful, with noble and regular features, in manner gay and impulsive, her conversation witty and sparkling, unquote. Reverend Mr. Fox, pastor of the Unitarian Church, known as the South Place Religious Society, Finsbury, called on the two gifted sisters one afternoon in 1840. I am compiling this new hymnal, he explained, because none of the hymn books that are available seem to meet the needs of our particular congregation, and I am quite anxious to get the materials to the printer as soon as possible. So you want us to finish our verses and music within the next few weeks, Sarah Flower Adams said. Yes, if you can possibly do so, Mrs. Adams, the minister answered. How are you getting along with the new tunes? I've corrected and edited about half of the 150 tunes, Mr. Fox, Elizabeth replied, and I want to write a few more tunes myself for some of Sarah's poems before I return the manuscripts. Excellent, said the pastor. Our people will be more interested in the new hymnal when they know so many of the stanzas and so much of the music came from two of our most gifted communicants. The discussion turned to the sermon the minister was planning for the coming Sunday. Picking up a Bible, he told them he wanted to preach about the story of Jacob at Bethel from Genesis 28, 10-22. Is there a hymn about Jacob's dream with which to conclude the service, Sarah asked. None that I know of, he replied. Eliza interrupted. There's a new idea, Sarah. Why not write your own hymn about Jacob's dream for the new hymnal? Splendid, Mr. Fox added. Later that day, Sarah Adams read the story of Jacob over several times, absorbing the atmosphere and feeling the dramatic movement of the Old Testament narrative. Then, picking up her pen, she wrote the complete story in five stanzas, which began, Nearer my God to thee, nearer to thee, even though it be a cross that raiseth me. Still all my song shall be, nearer my God to thee, nearer to thee. 
the new hymn was sung for the first time in South Place Chapel, London, in the fall of 1840, and was included in the 1841 second edition of Fox's Hymns and Anthems. For the two editions of this book, Sarah contributed 63 hymns and Elizabeth 150 tunes. Because the author was attending a Unitarian church when she wrote the hymn, and because it contains no reference to Jesus, the hymn was rather severely criticized for a while. However, on the wings of Lowell Mason's tune, composed in 1856, it has won its way into the hearts of believers all over the world. When it was sung as his favorite hymn at the funeral of President William McKinley in 1901, and by hundreds who went down with the Titanic in 1912, its place in Christian hymnody was assured. Elizabeth Flower died of tuberculosis in 1847. Her sister, Sarah, contracting it from her while acting as her nurse, passed away 20 months later, August 11, 1848.
This has been Rex Bridges, reading from Living Stories of Famous Hymns by Ernest K. Emurian. Copyright 1955 by Baker Bookhouse Company. Used by permission of Baker Bookhouse Company.